Okay, everyone, welcome to episode 13 of Honor Radio, and today it is our pleasure to have a man that uh, actually I'm proud to say has been a friend of mine since around 2010 when we started the Honorable Joe Davidson. He is a senior staff writer, columnist for Sacramento Bee, highly respected in the sports world. Um, his Twitter following is over 27,000 people. The guy just is connected when it comes to sports. And Joe, it is our honor to have you on Honor Radio. Thank you for joining us, my friend. Mark, uh, Rick, good to see you. And Mark, I don't know how you do it. You don't age. The, uh, the little goatee kind of changes colors. And uh, I remember when we first started talking, you know, 2010 or so, and you had this idea of the honor bowl and hey, we're all ears and and it, it rolls on and rages on for all the right themes and all the right messages. And, um, you know, we talk about this whole coronavirus era right now and who are our heroes? Well, uh, the honor bowl has honored a lot of heroes and uh, I'm doing some more extra stories of these days. We don't have a lot of sports going on. So we're digging in and talking to other heroes of note, uh, people on the front lines in medicine, doctors, nurses, um, who are just trying to do the best they can to um, do their part in the coronavirus concern. And uh, this is something that is totally new for any of us, uh, me, you, uh, Rick, um, all the people our age, um, you know, or even older um, have not experienced anything like this. So it's, it's interesting times. Good to join you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. And let me just tell our listeners that are going to be listening to this. If you, if you see the, uh, the skipping of, of Joe's um, language, it's because of our wireless connections. And sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. It really depends on what's going on with Zoom and our wireless connections. So just know that it's not anything technically wrong with uh, what's, what we're trying to do with this uh, podcast. So, Joe, let's just jump right into this. You got your finger on the pulse of so many things with, you know, the NBA, the NFL, college uh, sports. But more than ever, you know, your prep sports following is massive. What are you hearing out there when it comes to what high schools are doing, thinking, when it comes to this virus and what it's doing to them? Tell us what you're hearing. Well, um, very little of anything going on. Um, and, you know, if we go backwards just a couple of weeks, uh, the Oak Grove Unified School District probably was on the cutting edge and said, we're going to close down schools, uh, 63,000 students, the largest school district in Northern California, and people were in an uproar because, not because of the, uh, you know, what, what, why are you thinking this? It's because we, we couldn't comprehend what was going on. I, I think a lot of us still aren't sure what's going on uh, with the coronavirus and how serious it is. And it's a, it's a learn by minute type of thing. And so what we do know, Mark and, and, and Rick, is that high school sports, um, a, a, a fabric, a foundation for everybody anywhere is on hold. Uh, and not just high school sports, and none of this is to be insensitive of what's going on out there, but normalcy is on hold. You know, we're, we're so used to going 100 miles an hour that we're all now uh, just inching along. And you know, high school proms and, and even Governor Newsom said uh, just the other day that the school may not resume um, on campus. That's probably more likely as each day goes by. Mm -hmm. A lot of online instruction, whether it's the preschool kids or all the way through, all the way through high school, junior college, four-year colleges across the land, everybody's trying to do this, uh, be safe, be smart, uh, and stay away type of mandate of uh, social distancing and 
you know, so here it is, you know, looking outside and, and what we should be normally worried about these times of uh, this time of year is rainouts for baseball and softball and track and field. Uh, instead, I'm talking to coaches and uh, executives and administrators and, and superintendents on, um, you know, how do they get any semblance of normalcy back? And um, so going that theme, I got a story running any day. I caught up to some of the, you guys will recognize these names, some of the longtime area coaches and how they are dealing with this separation because they're so used to being with their student athletes and they're also of, of at-risk age. Uh, people like Guy Anderson, Mike Albergini, mm-hmm. Frank Negri, Mary Jo Truesdale, Dave Hoskins. Um, and each one of them said, hey, I'm scared. I'm worried. I'm concerned. Guy Anderson is 87 years old. He has redefined aging. Mm. A longtime baseball coach at Cordova High School, last five years, an assistant coach at Capital Christian, and asked Guy, I said, you know, anything in your life that you can relate to? And he said when he was a little boy in the 1930s growing up in Napa, that his parents told him, and they were talking with the doctors, that he had such bad pneumonia that he wasn't expected to live. Um, He, at that age, at five or six, doesn't really remember the hysteria and concern like his parents did, but a few years older during World War II, 1941 through 45, he remembers when uh, California houses and people across the country close your blinds uh, for the war safety in case I mean, it was that concerning, but things still went on. Now, this is different because everything's on hold. Uh, people are staying at home and, and, and essential businesses are open, but otherwise everything else is on hold. So. For somebody like Guy Anderson at 87 years old, he's never experienced anything like this. And I don't know if, um, you know, if any of us ever will, let's hope we don't. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, buddy, I've, I've, um, I forgot about the, the older coaches, right. And the fact that you are, um, you know, you're doing, you're looking into them and, and seeing what they're doing. I mean, they've definitely seen a lot more than we have. And, uh, you know, the Alberghinis and, and Mr. Anderson and coach Anderson and, uh, you know, those guys definitely have been oh, legends in our sporting world, right? And uh, I'm glad that well, they shaped a lot of lives. And, and Mark, and what, what do student athletes do in a time of crisis? They reach out to their coaches. Yeah. Coach, what do we do? How yeah. do we do? Yeah. And they don't have answers. Um, and, you know, Mark, you as a, a coach back in the day, and you mm-hmm. as a parent all the time, forever, and, and you know, you two, Ricky, what do you tell? you know, your sons or grandsons, uh, you know, you always want to be out and be active and be healthy and run around. When I always say, well, be active in your yard uh, Mm -hmm. or in the living room. So it's um, when educators are at a loss, then everybody's at a loss. Uh, But optimism is in everybody's voice. I think we have to be optimistic. Mm -hmm. Um, In my line of work of everyday news, uh, turn turn around, um, a lot of concern, but a lot of optimism too. And I think that's the right way to to approach it. Wow. Yeah. It's beautiful to hear that. It's really funny that you, I'm hearing you say that because the other day my son posted a video, my Marine son, he lives over here in Sacramento and he was showing his kid how to mow the lawn. Right. And today they posted a video of them doing PE with their kids because they're homeschooling now. Right. It's just those, and it, it gives my wife and I just, uh, we just smile because it, it, there's some beautiful moments happening now from people that I follow all over the nation 
both in work and real estate and whatever. There's just some really touching things going on. We saw what happened in Italy with the guy going out there with the piano and everybody started singing. And there's just some beautiful stuff coming out. You know, um, Joe, tell me about, um, you know, I want to dive a little farther into the championship games that got canceled. I mean, there was a moment there where, um, you know, uh, Sheldon wasn't able to compete in the, in the state championship. And then all of a sudden they were able to compete and then everything was shut down. How, what, you tell us a little bit more about what happened through that. And is everybody okay? Yeah, everybody's okay. We'll go in that order. Um, people were quite shaken uh, up and down the state and right here in Sacramento when, um, you know, we were still trying to learn what the coronavirus was. And a lot of people thought maybe it was just hysteria and wasn't true. We, we all know that's not true uh, mm -hmm. now. And, you know, when high school teams are told, hey, your season may be over or it is over, uh, people react. And um, I think now people look back and say, hey, geez, you know, you live for the moment. And, and how fast things change, um, it, it was just going in a rush. And so the Sheldon High School basketball team of the Oak Grove Unified has been a NorCal powerhouse the last few years, number one ranked team in Northern California each of the last three seasons, had a lot to play for, was looking to become the first team in Northern California to repeat as NorCal Open Division champions. The Open Division, much like football, Mark, as you know, is the highest classification. Good kids, good citizens, good scholars, just good people. Uh, with a great support cast and, and a good school and they wanted to play out their season and I was you know hey let them play out their season if it's deemed safe let the Sheldon Huskies finish it out mm -hmm. uh, and then to get to the, the, the game gets put back on uh, Sheldon goes down to Dublin because Kasumas River College in that district was closed down for the for the concern of the spread of the virus and then wins a game uh, in, in the final frantic seconds uh, yeah. as if it State championship game and it was the last time um, those teams played this season so they got to finish on a high note but Mark this thing was going so fast that um, you know the district still had to clear any activities the yeah. next day to see if the season could continue is it overbearing is it too much well in hindsight not at all mm -hmm. at the moment people ah, you know we didn't know what to think um, and so then the game was supposed to be at Bishop O'Dowd in Oakland and East Bay, uh, but then they had their mandates to slow everything down. So now the game's going to be at Consumers River College in South Sacramento. And then Ron Nachetti and the executive board uh, for the state CIF had to make the tough decision, the right decision to pull the plug on all of it. Um, yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people misread that, Mark and, and Rick. They think, well, that's, that's the CIF just out there to hose kids. Not true. If you want to believe you're conspiracy theories that's that's one thing but um you know the cif has to if the nba is suspending a season yeah. major league baseball is postponing season major league soccer is suspending a season then high schools had better fall in line and they did and when march madness was supposed to be held at golden one uh just days after the state cif finals and that is all canceled then everything is going to get canceled so yeah it's just you know you want high school kids to have a happy positive memory yeah. i think for the graduating class of 2020 um you talk about getting thrust into the real world in a in a heartbeat uh it's happening and yeah. um, there are stories now mark where uh, off the sports grid where there's like 19,000 uh nurses who want to have their graduation pushed up to now so they could get on the front line yeah. uh, they're ready to get to work and, and help out and, and that's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds but those are the kind of stories where 
we're tracking now because we don't have we don't have baseball season. We don't have uh, you know even locals getting ready for the NFL draft are have been put on hold. I think you know the draft is still going to be held, the NFL draft, but it's sounding like it's not going to be held in Las Vegas. It's yeah. still not going to have a big crowd. Yeah. You know, and the economic hit with March Madness not being here in Sacramento is, is a major hit. I feel, Mark, I'm sure you and Rick do too, we, we all feel for the small business owner uh, or the, um, you know, um, people who work in the service industry or people who work at a bar in a restaurant and they're out of work. Um, so everybody's inconvenienced. A lot of people are uh, understandably concerned and curious of what's going to happen next. Um, it used to be kind of a cliche uh, where, oh, you know, don't take any day for granted. Well, now we don't even know what's going to happen. We don't know what the next news conference is going to hold. And, yeah. You know, for the student athletes who are all on hold, including those in junior college and college, just thank goodness for social media means so they can still be in contact. But um, they could be real advocates uh, and, and role models right now in passing the word to their friends and their peers through social media. Stay at home. Don't do social gathering. Um, governors across the country are really upset with people flocking and flooding out to the beaches and um, to um, parks. You know, it's nice to get out and get out to the beach, but right now is not the right time. Um, yeah. So, you know, let's lean on our student athletes to, to you know, hey, uh, let's listen to what the experts have to say. Right, um, right. That's the medical facility. Continue uh, to be the leaders. Say, exactly right. Yeah. And that's where their role is right now as a student athlete and as a coach is, Listen to those who know more about this virus than we do. And if they say stay home, if they say stay home, then stay home. If right. they say avoid social contact of any sort, including workouts, then uh, listen to that. It's not going to last forever. It could be over soon. Um, but the more people go out and engage with others, it could just keep pushing it further and further back. We all want normalcy, guys. We all want to be uh, – we want to have this podcast where we're talking about, hey, what do you think of – high school football and some of the best players and teams and coaches and, and we'll have that. Yeah. Um, but we won't have that if we don't listen to what the medical experts have to say. I agree. I agree, Joe. Well said, well said. Hey, let's just speculate a little bit. Okay. April 3rd comes, um, the CIF says, man, it's, it's not under control. Um, you know, we just can't move forward. We gotta, we gotta cancel the rest of the spring season. Right. Um, what, what do you see happening after that? Is, uh, are you hearing anything about, is there another, uh, uh, date that we'll be looking to, to uh, look for the, I mean, God forbid the, the summer, you know, 2020 football season. Are, are you hearing anything regarding that? Not, nothing concrete, uh, Mark and Rick, because people really don't know. We don't know what's going to happen next week. We don't know if the, uh, it starts to really flatten. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought, Ron Nachetti and the CIF did the right thing in not making a formal announcement because they don't have enough information. And, you know, and I think um, what do we want for our student athletes is to have hope. Um, and I think um, I would guess right now it's probably, it's an extreme long shot that high school sports resumes this spring uh, unless we see something dramatic and the numbers going down in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's been discussion, you know, people on social media, everybody's an expert on social media um, <laughs> where they said, well, then just continue the high school season right into the summer. I don't think you want to do that after kids have graduated. Uh, a lot of people move on. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just too mm -hmm. fragmented and disjointed. And even if the season were to start in a, a month from now, well, where do you start it? 
and um, you know, for high school sports in particular um, in this state. And what if some sections, you know, some parts of San Francisco, is it going to get better? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it sounds, you know, there's a lot of real concern everywhere, but in large and populated places like San Francisco or New York, if you're talking about other high school associations. Um, but if we look further ahead, you know, we're all optimistic for high school football, college football, uh, NFL. Um, it's such a, um, a, it's such a great time mm-hmm. um, for, for athletics is football season. And as we all know, for high school, a, a fun high school season really just energizes a campus. It could, uh, it could really boost a community, whether it's Del Oro or Del Paso Heights or El Dorado Hills or, uh, you know, Grant or Burbank, um, right. Granite Bay, you know, we just go on and on. Bear River, small school, medium school, large school, right. Auburn, uh, and for Placer or up and down the state. Um, it could be a big boost. And, um, you know, here's another layer. So let's say high school sports and sports in general resume. Well, how long are we going to adhere to this social distancing thing? Is that something that may just stay in place for months or years? Could you imagine sporting events where you can't, you know, you have to turn people away uh, because you don't want them sitting next to each other? I think it, at the very least, uh, Mark and Rick, I think now is, is, has been the, the best wake-up call on just being smart. Wash your hands because, because it's a good idea. Uh, sanitize, you know, obvious things like our phones and our laptops and our doorknobs and, you know, heavy populated areas. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's put that into personal policy now um, just to avoid any kind of virus or the flu or anything. Um, so this is um, our, the educators, the superintendents, the executive directors, the coaches, the, 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 the team captains are all trying to figure this out. Um, and so the answer I give you today on that question mark could be totally different in, in a week. Yeah, you're right. Or, or a month. Right. And, yeah. you know, we'll, um, you know, we'll see. And, and I know it's easy to, one thing I'd like to suggest is, you know, people who are feeling really bummed and, 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 um, you know, out of luck on, on high school sports or any kind of competition should, should think about the people in the hospitals who really have issues. Um, we all may know somebody soon who has um, the coronavirus um, or has died of it um, as time goes on. So that's, that's really the focus is, is on that right now. However, sports, as we all know, is a great um, inspiration. It inspires a lot of us. And just like your, your honor bowl hmm. over the years, you have powerful influence and, and inspiration. So maybe we could use that um, coming up with um you know, more answers on the, on the coronavirus. Yeah, no, well said, Joe. I mean, um, you know, one of the things that I do uh, when we go into the locker room. How's, how's that for the long winded four minute answer? I love it. I love it. I love it. Thanks Rick for that. I should have said, I should have said, Hey Mark, don't, don't interrupt me, man. I, I, I'm just a semicolon in my paragraph. I got another, I got more material here. So, no, we're all we're all kind of lost right now, and it's and it's. And I have my withdrawals. I I like going out. You know what I do on my downtime sometimes? I like to go to a Sac State baseball game or Kasumi River College baseball game or or a baseball game at Rayleigh Field without a notepad, yeah. without a laptop, and just go as a fan yeah. and just relax. And yeah. so because I'm so used to having sports in my life and my environment, um, and there's still a story to be told. There's an old usher or somebody behind the, um, the hot dog stand. There's always people to talk to and stories to tell. Well, that's all on hold. And right. uh, 
I think people wonder about mental health. How are people going to handle being cooped up? You know, and, uh, How are you doing? These with days, it? I'm gonna get tired of you. So I don't want to talk to Rick and Mark anymore. I'll, I'll just go walk in my backyard again a little bit. <laughs> That's what I was just saying. I mean, how are you doing with this, buddy? Because you're literally everywhere. I mean, you can't see you on Twitter where you're not somewhere or writing about something. Or, I mean, how are you doing? It's hard. It's, um, I feel, you know, I have friends who have lost jobs in the restaurant industry. I have uh, other friends who, are, who own small businesses and they're concerned about layoffs. And, you know, this real life thing. I have, you know, my stepmother is, is, um, you know, paramount in my life and she's down in San Luis Obispo but she's in her mid-70s and doesn't have great respiratory so she's at she's at a risk um, she's fine but she's a social creature who also likes to read and be um, you know her downtime but we're you know it starts the more this goes on the more it starts to hit home but no it's um it's hard to do our job of storytelling only over the phone <laughs> or over email we're used to doing because when you go in person that's where you could find out more things, but we also understand what's going on here. And, and that's why I, I jumped on um, at the Sacramento Bee to help out on, on, on stories on education or stories, uh, human interest stories of people in the hospital wards and who they are and what they're going through. And, and, you know, they all, they have powerhouse stories and the best stories as you guys know, is when people have something to say mm -hmm. and uh, these good people have a lot to say uh, mm -hmm. and they're speaking to a lot of people. And one thing the nurses are saying, the doctors are, listen to us stay at home we know what we're talking about um you know and um you know their stress level uh how do they unwind and um so there's a lot of that going on i did a story the other day on the first weekend of the stay at home mandate and i bounced around a couple of golf courses and golf courses are still open though the cafes are closed or the brew pubs are closed mm -hmm. and some of these old-time golfers in their 70s and 80s say hey this keeps me alive it keeps me active um, yeah yeah. But business is down. Um, you know, another thing um, is I see a lot of people walking dogs and, and you know, who, you know, what creature does not adhere to social distancing dogs. They don't comprehend <laughs> that. They, they're up in each other's business. Yes. And back and they, they, dogs don't listen. Dogs need to be together. Uh, I hear people you. need to be together. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, so there's to answer your question, Mark, there's still stories to be told. Um, and I don't know how we would have gotten by any, the pre-internet era when you don't have uh, mm -hmm. social media means to get out and talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really believe after this is all over said and done and we're out, I think all of us are going to be better people from it. I think that we're all learning a valuable lesson on life and on relationships and the power of relationships. I mean, I was telling somebody today on a coaching call, um, I coach loan officers throughout the day and I was telling them, I never knew my neighbors across the street had kids, <laughs> right? And now yes. you see them out playing in the front yard and going, oh my God, I didn't even know they had kids, right? So there's, I, I think we're going to be better from this, Joe, and to hear what you are doing with the SACB and, and the human interest stories that you're telling and getting out there and, and talking with the older coaches that that have been around the block and could be, you know, more than um, from their age demographic, be more, you know, susceptible to this type of uh, virus. Um, that's, that's people want to hear those stories and, and hear about how those people are doing and hear about the nurses that want to graduate early so they can go and help and support and all that. Uh, I'm glad you're doing that, Joe. It just talks yeah, better. And, and about oh, I appreciate that. Uh, person you are. Mark, and, and it's, it's, um, you know, I think we have a 
we have an obligation to do it. I'm, I'm curious about people in general, um, and that's what makes storytelling, uh, you know, fun for me is uh, not not just a profession, but kind of a fun part of it. But it's also a responsibility and obligation for us in um, in the media to tell as many stories as we can. We hear the you know we hear people saying, oh, it's entities like the B uh, that's that's create all this hysteria. Not not true. Um, not when we're out there reporting the hoarding of toilet paper uh, or supplies at the grocery store. And uh, I know the media is an easy target, but in cases like this for the local TV, local radio, local, you know, the Sacramento Bee or the Auburn Journal or the Elk Grove Citizen, everybody doing local stuff on what's going on in their immediate community. That's, that's why journalism uh, is, is, is very big. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, and uh, we have friends across the country who do it in different walks of life in the media and, uh, and they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Joe, what are you hearing from athletes that you talk to about what they're doing to stay in shape during this time? Or uh, are they doing a lot of home working out? Or what are you hearing in regards to workout tips that some of the athletes watching this uh, can grab, grab and hear from you all? Well, Mark, they, they're so used to working out together, whether they're high school kids, college kids, or guys getting ready for the draft, um, NFL draft, or the NBA draft, or whatever, and um, track and field, any sport. And, you know, the most of all these schools around here, I think up and down the state, um, no practice allowed. Uh, everybody stayed home. But, you know, you'll see some video clips here and there of, of somebody uh, kicking 50-yard field goals, uh, but he's the only one out there. As a kicker, you don't need – 10 other guys, but it's nice to have 10 other guys just for, you know, to be a team, to be united. So a lot of kids working out, I mean, kids can't even go to the school weight room, yeah. can't even go to the track. Um, and uh, so that's been an adjustment. So, um, you know, I think these mandates to stay at home mean also mean you could go out in your neighborhood to go take a nice walk, but um, you know, there's not a lot of blocking sleds out there in these trails that I've seen. So uh, you don't see kids out there pulling a tire out there. So in an oak tree. <laughs> and it's, and so it's been a tough adjustment for those guys. You know, if you're a baseball player, uh, not every garage has a batting tee. Mm -hmm. If you're a basketball player, not everybody has a hoop in their yard or on their street. Um, and so they're a, you know, it's, it's, it's an adjustment for everybody. We're going to dig into more of those and, hey, how are you handling that? We've had a little rain here, so people are going to stay in anyways. But um, as days become weeks, that's going to be more of an interesting thing and in how just people in general yeah. getting out and, and, and not losing your sanity. You know, yeah. high school kids are, are uh, you know, they got a lot of energy. Well, people our age have energy, and, and, and seniors have a need to get out. Um, yeah. So it's, it's going to be – I think people all thought, Mark and Rick, that, you know, okay, we could do the stay-at-home thing. It's kind of like a holiday thing. Everybody's at home. We're used to that for a day or so, yeah. not, not, not a whole week or two weeks or beyond. And so it's a challenge for everybody um, to figure out how to do it, but it's also a challenge to everybody to do their part and stay home. You know, they talked about uh, postponing the Tokyo Olympics today for one year to 2021. And uh, there's a young man that I follow who's actually been a, a tremendous supporter of the Honor Bowl. And at one time, we were making these custom wristbands that we were selling at our event, just a, a, an added way to make money. Well, he was making the wristbands. Well, he's an Olympic swimmer. And uh, I posted something about the, uh, the delay of the Olympics going to 2021. And the mom said, uh, came on and said, hey, coach, this is a a good thing because 
they're have they're struggling to work out because right. of the shutdown. He's an Olympic swimmer. He can't go to the pool. Right. He can't be around a bunch of people. His coaches. So it's they a, had to postpone it. They had, had to. They had to. So it, it was because of a a preparation thing. They just they they couldn't prepare. Right. right. And and you there's just not enough time to pull off the Olympics uh, with massive crowds uh, in the hundreds of thousands and not to mention normally, you know, when the Olympics come to any city in any country in the world, that's a huge population swell of tourism and all that. From all over the world. And oh. people would, whether it's held in Los Angeles or yeah. Tokyo or Mexico City over the decades, um, um, you know, you just can't have that right now. And, and that's a great point as, um, even if they tried to proceed, these athletes would not be ready. And if you're not ready as an athlete, conditioning-wise, that's when you get hurt. Yeah. That's when you tear hamstrings and, and um, you know, those sorts of horrible injuries. Uh, so all of these athletes on hold, it just everything's, everything's on hold. And, um, you know, so like you asked earlier, are we going to have normalcy with football coming up? Well, we're in March now. Mm -hmm. We can only hope. Mm -hmm. We can only hope and – Maybe the other answer is uh, we've got to have all, all this normalcy back. It's good for our lives and our souls. So I, uh, I'm optimistic. I, I think we're in a rough patch now, certainly, but we'll um, we'll prevail. I'm optimistic too, my friend, and I think that uh, we are going to prevail. I think we're going to be a better people from it. I think all of us are going to learn and grow from this. And uh, man, I'm looking forward to 2020 football. I know everybody's going to be ecstatic to be at those games because there's some, some great stuff going on in 2020. Joe, I can't thank you enough for taking time. I know you're a busy guy and uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Hey, can we do this again after we're back to normal? You bet. You bet. I mean, I would love to hear more about what everybody's doing to get back into the, 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 the stroke of things. And uh, I just wish you the best, my friend, and keep doing the good work that you do. I really mean that. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Rick. And we'll be in touch. Uh, better days ahead for sure. Thank you for coming on on the radio, Joe. God bless you, you buddy.